0: Well, it's been a year since a year ago. It's about seven days till Christmas, 13 days till the new year. We figured it'd be a good time to talk about the previous year or this year and then what we plan to do for next year. I know we made a lot of plans at the beginning of this year and uh, many of them were not fulfilled, especially on my part. And I'm curious to see if a change of mentality will will help me in the next year. And we can talk about that at the end of this year, or at the end of next year, a year from now. But basically, I I guess we'll just start with, how has your year been? How has 2023 been for you?
1: Okay. So I honestly don't remember what I said I was going to work on at the beginning of the year. Which is maybe something worth reflecting on. But I do know kind of what I got from the year, the The things that I felt like I genuinely improved and things that have really been sticking with me. I don't remember when this was. Maybe this was a New Year's resolution type of thing. Uh, maybe not. But I know I brought this up on the podcast. I had this sort of dream of doing same thing mindlessly every day where i mm-hmm. I just wanted that and the particular thing that i felt was inspiring was the intro to dexter do you remember that
0: yes i've been watching dexter
1: oh okay i have I've... four
0: episodes left until i finish really? the last season yes
1: i hear it doesn't end strong but
0: yeah, it kind of grew on me but yeah continue yeah <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so you know what the intro is. It's his morning routine, basically. He wakes up and makes coffee and ties his shoes and does all this, you know, cinches up his tie or something. I don't know. And everything is done in a very uh murdery sort of way, where yeah, cinching your shoe is sort of like it evokes strangling someone. But the thing that I really love about that, the fantasy of that is just waking up and doing this wonderful Comforting, simple routine every day, and it was very, very difficult to get to the point where that was happening. I really don't think I realized how big of a shift it would be to go from what was basically utter chaos every day of waking up at an unknown time, going to bed at an unknown time. Uh, my entire day was full of all these little micro decisions of what to do and where to go and what to think about, and I, I uh, just felt like it was chaos and that has almost entirely changed where I really do have a sort of Dexter routine where I wake up and do the exact same thing every day and it I've got it to where I'm pretty solid up until maybe 1pm you know the wake up time at 645 to 1pm is really pretty good it still falls off a little in the afternoon but for the most part I'm not spending my time in the dark playground Uh, I'm I'm pretty focused I feel pretty good and it's pretty consistent and that is a major shift in the way I operate and I'm very 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 happy about it Uh, it was it was everything that I hoped it would be Uh, so that's been a big thing for me that's been probably the biggest thing that I've worked on this year
0: well good job I have done the opposite (laughs) Okay, at some point last year, I think I had things pretty well figured out, and then I don't know whatever happened sort of spun me off, and then I was good again for a little while. But really, I had the morning routine down pretty well, mm-hmm. and then I started taking this class on Wednesday nights that goes well i'm I am out until you know eleven thirty or twelve or something. I don't end up going to sleep until around one thirty, so it just sort of is this weekly destruction of my morning routine. So I haven't really adapted to that since. And it's been almost this whole year. So why are you going to bed at 130? What, what causes because that? Because I get home late, and then I just stay up. And then by the time I end up getting to, it, it's just, okay. it's just the way it is. Uh, and then sometimes it's also Thursday nights, like once a month, it's also Thursday. Anyway, I'm I'm doing things that sort of screw up that morning routine. Yeah. And I, I've been fighting against it for a long time or feeling really bad about it. And uh, so I've had a, a shift in mindset for this next year. Okay. Okay, at the, at the beginning of my year, last year, th- I mean, this year... <laughs> The beginning of 2023, I had all of these plans that I wanted to follow, all of these goals that I had. I wanted to do X amount of paintings. I wanted to set up, you know, a web store and, and maybe a Patreon. And I just had a bunch of ambitious plans. And then it's now, and I haven't done hardly any of those things. I've done a lot of other stuff, but it it didn't check a box. And because of that, throughout the year, it's sort of it's been building this guilt or <laughs> shame, and I just started feeling awful. And I also felt this way last year, towards the end of the year, had all these plans, didn't hit them all, so now I, I felt really bad about myself. So I'm realizing that this is a pattern of mine to be very ambitious, make lots of plans and goals, and then don't, don't do them all. But I've also done a lot of other stuff, but I don't care about those because I didn't write them down at the beginning. So, Right. And same thing with the, the morning routine and that kind of thing. You know, if I'm not waking up at a good time, I feel bad about myself and then it just sort of ruins me. So, okay, well, I guess before we move on to next year, let's, let's continue talking about this year a little bit more.
1: <laughs> okay so you should, so your year was just a total disaster and
0: uh no 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 was... my year it was not a disaster but okay. it seemed like a disaster or or if you view it through the eyes of what i wrote down at the beginning of this year it was a disaster
1: yeah
0: i mean i, I did maybe half of what i wrote down and the rest i didn't but i did a ton of other things they just didn't seem to count for me
1: okay and and i I imagine this plays into your new philosophy for the next year, so we can get into that as we Oh get yeah, to I got it all year. figured out Okay, Alright, alright, yeah, <laughs> as one does uh, So, okay going back to some of the big takeaways for me, for the year there was this one I want to call it a mini-revelation because it doesn't feel like it's that important but I think this actually has impacted me considerably, and I think we've talked about it just a little, but to dive into it a bit more, I had this realization, uh, by looking at my Amazon order history. So I was listening to this podcast from Rhonda Patrick. It's a doctor researcher has a podcast and she's kind of one of the people I'll listen to for health related stuff, but she's nuts about, uh, fish oil omega 3s you, you can't talk to her or nobody talks to her for more than 10 minutes before she brings up fish oil so i'm listening to this podcast all about fish oil and omega 3s and how important they are and how they help with your brain and aging and people live longer with more omega 3s and they help with muscle proteins and all this stuff and i'm like yeah yeah this is cool but you know i take i take fish oil i take omega 3s so i'm good no big deal like i got this covered i am enjoying all these benefits and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, I mean, I don't take it every day, but I'm pretty sure I take it most of the time, like 80, 80%, I take it 80% of the time, which is, you know, totally fine. But I go on Amazon. So the way I had this set up was I get, I'm supposed to get a shipment of it every, I think three months. And that's exactly enough to last for three months You know, if I'm taking it every day. But if I ever had too much, I would just, you know, skip the shipment or something. It's on the, you know, subscribe and save thing. So it's like a recurring thing. So I would just like skip it, whatever. You know, I've got some in the fridge. No big deal. But as I'm thinking through this, listening to this podcast, I'm like, well, when was the last time that I got this bottle of fish oil? And so I go on Amazon and I look and it was like nine months ago and I kind of do the math and I'm like, I'm taking this about 30% of the time maybe 35% of the time, at best. And in my head, I'm assuming it's 80% of the time. Because I just hadn't really thought about it. I was just the feeling I got. And it hit me of, oh, this is the Dunning-Kruger effect. And I'm sure you remember talking about that. It's one of my favorite episodes that we've done because it was such a fascinating thing to get into. But just to sum it up very briefly, the the current pop take of the dunning-kruger effect smart people think they're dumb and dumb people think they're smart is not at all what was observed it's a completely different meme what was actually observed with the dunning-kruger effect is that uh pretty much everyone in the absence of objective data will assume that they're somewhere around the like 70 ish maybe 80% like ranking If you said, hey, how smart are you compared to everybody else? You'd go, I don't know, probably not the smartest, but not the dumbest. Probably like, you know, a little bit above average, maybe 70%. That's just what we assume. We assume that about our sense of humor. We assume that about how smart we are, about our health. And in my case, I'm assuming that about this fish oil thing. So it just dawned on me. Oh my God, I am suffering from the Dunning-Kruger effect in this one relatively small thing. It's totally clouded my thinking. And I need to fix this if... Why why am I spending my time listening to a podcast on Omega-3s with a bunch of stuff that I already heard if I'm not just even taking it like I already had decided to do? So anyway, that's the... The fish oil was what opened my eyes to this. So I started thinking about this in every area of my life that I could identify. like Any habit that I was trying to establish or felt like I had established, I tried to come up with an honest reckoning for am i actually doing this thing let's look at the hard data the actual records and so i'm looking at my lifting routine and same problem it's nowhere near as consistent as i was imagining it was in my head because when i looked at the actual records it's like oh no i worked out one time last week, not three times like I had planned. Or, oh, the month before I took a week off, which turned into a week and a half. And then I only did one session. For the It just wound up being far less than I had planned. And so all of the planning, all of the thinking, all of the overanalyzing for what I'm supposed to do in the gym, what my running is supposed to be, and the progression and everything is completely undermined by the fact that I'm just not really doing nearly as much as I was thinking I was. So I tried to just... Identify all of those things, develop an honest accounting, and then fix those things where no more hyper analysis about exactly how many sets of how many reps and how many seconds of rest and whatever. It was just pick a freaking routine and do it every time that I'm supposed to do it and get to like 90% effectiveness there. At least, you know, that is the thing that is number one is actually doing the thing. So I've, just gone after that everywhere I can. I've started flossing every day, actually every day. Uh, And I don't know how much that matters. We'll see next time I go to the dentist, but I'm hoping to skip the lecture this time. We'll see. But one example of many where I've just taken that very honest, blunt approach to all the habits that I have. And I have to say, it's been eye-opening and it has really begun to add up where i'm seeing better progression in lifting and in running and in my sleep and just everything that i thought i had figured out i realized i kind of didn't and now it's getting better because of this so that that was one of the major threads for this year especially towards the end of the year for me was just becoming very honest and really trying to look for those things identifying the dunning kruger effect in my life it
0: has also kind of happened to me as well. So I have a lot of friends that do similar things as me. They have, you know, side hustles or passion projects or, you know, they're they're doing similar stuff that I'm trying to do. Yeah. And they they talk to me and I talk to them about this stuff and I realize that I give pretty good advice. They will come to me with a problem that they're having and I th- I just it's like I know the answer. I recognize this. We've talked about this. I understand this. And I will give advice and I feel really good about it. And they follow the advice. And I was right. And that happens a lot. And then I look at what I'm doing. And I think every single person I talk to about this stuff is doing so much better than I am. They're getting more stuff done. And it's not just that, you know, simple comparison. Oh, everybody's better than me. No, it's this semi-quantifiable thing. where everyone is actually doing a whole lot more than me. Mm -hmm. I just seem to be thinking about it a lot more. So yeah, exactly. I need to be actually doing the work, not just thinking about it and talking about it like we are here. Um, Yeah, so that's been a bit of an eye-opener for me is watching other people become successful in what they do (laughs) while I sit still and not do anything. All right, well, that's
1: interesting and depressing
0: yeah but that that's sort of been a a, a little theme of mine recently it's just sort of noticing this yeah. that oh maybe it doesn't matter how much you talk about it or think that you're doing things if you're not actually producing you nothing it doesn't matter <laughs> i as
1: a small aside i do want to say that there there is value in thinking about things i don't want to swing so far the other direction uh, i have rarely been accused of underthinking things. So on the spectrum of problem areas, I'm definitely on the spending way too much time thinking about it. But uh, I, I was saying I my lifting routine and running routine and everything was something I had just kind of thrown up my hands on and said, I don't care. I'm just going to pick something and stick with it. So I did that for lifting. I just picked a routine. It's really simple. It's not even that great of a routine, but it felt like something that I could do. And I just ultra prioritized doing it consistently and the results have been excellent. I've been making very steady progress, uh, even on lifts that I'm not that comfortable with. That was awesome. That was like the best choice I could have made there is forget all this undulating periodization and whatever stuff, just simple thing, do it. I kind of did the same thing for running where I just picked a routine because I didn't want to think about it either. I just went into the You know my garmin watch settings and was like coach jeff they have these little automated robot coach things and you can pick one and i did and it was like coach jeff i want to run a 25 minute 5k in two months and coach jeff is like cool uh and so i'm like i'm not going to think about it i'm not going to worry about it i'm just going to do it and coach jeff is awful it was a terrible routine and i am worse off now than when i started And I think it's because Coach Jeff is not a real person. He is just a little script. And I think that Coach Jeff's plan was designed for absolute rank beginners. And it was was more of like a get off the couch type of thing. Whereas I was really trying to hit a time goal. and what It doesn't matter. I went and looked at the actual running volume that I was getting. Just how many miles a week am I running? And it was massively below what it should have been. You know, my after having spent more time with it, my thinking was "Ah, I really ought to be at about 80 miles a month. And a couple months ago, I did 18 miles for the month on coach Jeff's plan. Not that anybody cares about my stupid running routine. All I'm saying is that I had this this realization of forget it, just do it. Consistency is the thing forget about everything else. But it actually does, like other things do matter and having a good plan does matter and so ultimately you need to spend the right amount of time thinking about it but not more than that and it's just hard to know exactly what to do, but anyway I wanted to say that Fair because enough. it does feel important
0: I feel like it goes without saying, but you already said it, so <laughs> yeah. But no, it's not go I, without I, saying no well, I agree, but I think I've been doing too much thinking. And yeah, not yeah, yeah. Doing
1: recently. And 90% of the things has been, that has been the case for me as well. This was an exception.
0: Okay. The, the other thing I realized from this year, and I think I've realized this before, but I realized it again. So I've been taking this class on Wednesday, doing life drawing classes, right? Yeah. And uh, it's only two and a half hours long. Once a week.
1: Casual two and a half hours, sure.
0: I mean, it has breaks, whatever. So really, it's just two hours of drawing, okay? One time a week, which is not much at all to do anything. But I have so many drawings now. I have stacks and stacks of life drawings. More than I know what to do with. I can't even store them anymore. I have so many. And that's just after one year of doing it for two hours, one time a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is not something I, I put on my goals this year. It wasn't something I even really you know, cared too much about other than I would like to improve at figure drawing. But I have improved immensely at figure drawing. I'm not fantastic or even great, but I have improved quite a bit. And I have so many drawings and paintings from that class. So, And if you look at the other thing I'm trying to do, which is make my own art, I have... Two paintings now, and maybe six shareable sketches. And that's it. That's a whole year. What, what was the plan uh, for the year? I wanted to do three major paintings. I just okay. barely finished a second one. And then I did... Well, actually, that was the goal, is to do at least three. And I thought, when I wrote three down, that that would be too small of a number. And I hardly hit two. Uh, And I did not write out goals to do anything else, but I ended up doing it a little bit more. Um, I also wanted to make, you know, lots of YouTube videos and set up a store and everything. And nope, I haven't done any of that. But just the realization that, oh, if you do something consistently, it doesn't take long at all, a single year, Mm -hmm. and you have tons of, of results from that. So I would like to somehow make the things that I want to do attached to something like that. And I haven't figured that out yet, but I just, it's, it's interesting. And I've also been, one of the goals was to work out consistently through the whole year, which I did pretty well until my wrist got all screwed up. And then I just stopped everything for a few months. And then I started doing physical therapy and I'm, I was doing physical therapy three times a week. And I did that for a couple months and turns out, if you work out for three times a week for a couple months, you get results. And uh, there it was yeah. again, you know? It, it's just, why can't I do this on my own? I I don't know. But everything I've signed up for or done consistently throughout the year is a massive success. So, <laughs> all right. How do I get that?
1: That's a good pivot point. So... Let's talk about next year. It sounds like you've at least uh, identified the problem, which is great. Solutions may be less obvious, but that's a step. So next year, clearly this year, I mean, when you put it in those terms, you planned on doing three paintings and you did two. That's not terrible. I know that three was a bit underselling it, but, you know, it's something happened at least. So I wouldn't call it a total failure. But not no, to your satisfaction, like- clearly. Yeah. Okay. It fine. felt like a failure. But Okay. So obviously just going into next year with the same plan and the same line of thinking is not a smart play. So what do you, what do you want to do this year? Maybe next year. Whatever.
0: Well, as I talk about this, you're going to realize how vague and unclear it is. Well, that's so, why
1: we say these things out loud, is so that you exactly. can realize how vague and unclear it is, and hopefully we can make that better.
0: So, yeah, I want you to be uh, antagonistic as I do this. I
1: will I will try to channel my you. Normal default persona. No, <laughs> I am way more uh, gentle than you are. You are blunt as can be, and I will... I'll try to be you to you.
0: Okay, be me. I love being brutal to people. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you give me something that I can just destroy, that's one of my favorite things in life. Um, So for next year, instead of writing down, I want to do 10 paintings and I want to write a whole story and figure out a book and do this and that and whatever. All I did, well, so far, is I made categories. Of things that I would like to do and that I I genuinely want to do. So, well, it's back there. I don't know if you can see it, but I have this little grid graph thing. It's just whiteboard
1: on the wall. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes, right there. But I don't know how well you can see that. But it's just a bunch of categories finished paintings, concept sketches, and I have a rough idea of, you know, what those are. Finished painting would be like an oil painting of roughly the size, whatever. Concept sketch would not just be a quick little doodle, but it would be a certain size, whatever. So I I have an idea of what those would be. Categories like finished painting, concept sketch, uh, real for Instagram, uh, story post, regular post, uh, website update, whatever. I just have a a bunch of those categories and instead of writing down exactly how much I would like to do, I just wrote down the category. And then as I do them, I'm just going to tally them. So if I get a post, I will, you know, tally one for a post. If I get a finished painting, I tally one for a finished painting, whatever. And I'm hoping that that is sort of, is more of a reward system than a disappointment force yourself to do things system. My main focus for this year is the daily routine and getting that to a point that generates consistent tallies onto the board. So I, last year, I focused so much on the big picture, which had its benefits,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it didn't give me quite as much momentum or consistency as I wanted. So this year, I want to focus on just the consistency and see if I can grow a bigger picture. Does that make any sense to you?
1: So I don't remember when, but I think we talked about this. And I think we even argued about it a little bit where, and I don't want to box you in or mischaracterize, but I felt like you had this very top-down perspective of... Think about big things, think about the meaning of them and and ways of creating deadlines and whatnot. And I was on the other end going, no, 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 don't think about any of that. Just, you know, think about your morning and what you do in the first hour and all that stuff. And I think there's a lot of value in both of those perspectives. But I really prioritized my 24-hour cycle this whole year, and it still has a ways to go, and that is still one of the major goals for next year is to continue to iterate on that, but I'm so, so happy that I did that because there is this, this momentum that develops over time. Again, just taking my my personal project, trying to work on this space repetition app, I can wake up, and the routine is all there, so it's it feels almost automatic, where I just kind of find myself in the coffee shop, with the coffee, with the project in front of me. That just happens every day. And often enough, I get this feeling of, ugh, is this really going to work, is this really going to release, is whatever. But I've got a two hour block, and so I pull up my list of all the different to do items, and I just pick one. And sometimes I intentionally pick the simplest, easiest, probably least important one on there just because it's something I can do. And so I go in and I do that and I stop thinking about the big picture and I just get focused on, all right, let's fix the text that's overflowing in this spot. And so I do. And then I pick another to-do item. And by the end of the two-hour cycle, I've nailed some pretty challenging stuff. And that just happens every day. And it doesn't really matter that much what the end goal is. I mean, of course, I don't want to go too far one way because you can get focused on the wrong thing and it can turn out to not be the the right path whatever but generally speaking as long as there's some moments of you know analysis and guidance i'm just sinking two hours into this project every day and it actually feels pretty good especially with the routine part and once that's there you're really in pretty good shape if you sat down for however many hours every day and worked on something from that whiteboard one of the things whatever it is stuff starts to get done and I like your philosophy of not thinking too much about what oh, has to be this and not that. If they're all valuable, cool. But if you can get to where you're sinking time into it every day, this stuff just gets done.
0: Yes. And I realized as I was thinking about this stuff that, oh, I think Mike was talking about this last year. And I was thinking the opposite. And I... I don't recount everything I said because the the big picture is very important. And yeah. I'm I'm talking about letting go of the big picture or not worrying about it. But the truth is that I I already sort of have the big picture. I want to do independent art. I know sort of the type of art that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I've learned quite a bit over the last year in all of these failures that I've had and dead ends. And I will continue to find dead ends. But I... I had this idea of a big picture. I want to do, oh, well, I want to do independent art. And then I was thinking, okay, I want to do a book. So I have to write a story. So I have to make this much art, whatever. And that wasn't such a bad plan. Well, it was a horrible plan because it didn't work. But it, it might have worked in a different, for a different person or whatever. But for me, I realized, okay, where I'm at right now, that that plan to get to that big picture doesn't quite work. But the big picture really hasn't changed. I want to do independent art. Mm -hmm. I'm not really reconsidering that. I already already know that. So now I can let that go a bit and then just sort of focus on the day-to-day and not worry so much about, you know, I need a book or I need to do this right away. Now I'm entering more into an experimental. I need to have fun and I need to do this Mm -hmm. uh, consistently. So I'm just bringing my focus down, but I haven't lost sight of the big picture, I think. I just sort of... Now I'm operating inside of it.
1: No, and that's that's great. So, just to get a little more into the weeds here, you feel like you want to work on the daily routine, the actual thing that happens every day, getting focused, but I know that you work full-time you commute to and from work you are not drowning in free time so what does that part of it actually look like for you like, realistically what do you think can happen there
0: well i'm not drowning in free time i'm dying of thirst for a single drop of free time mm-hmm. uh i think the answer for for that is making drawing very easy Okay. It's difficult to take out all of your paints, mix paints, get them all set up and work on a a big painting. That takes a lot of time. And so there's so many so many instances where, you know, I have a little bit of free time, but that's too much time, so I can't do it. So then I just do nothing or something else or whatever. So yeah. what I want to do is make drawing very, very easy and fun again, because I've put too much importance on this. So I want to back up, make it fun. So my current plan, uh, which I haven't started yet, but I'm I'm about to, is I put down this big roll of brown paper on my drawing desk. And I have a pencil, and I just want to start drawing across the whole thing. Just every day, you just kind of sit down. I got some books near me, whatever. (laughs) Little studies, little sketches, little ideas, whatever. And you just write things down and you just draw them on this piece of paper. And if there's something that I want to do, like, okay, go sketch out this character or this piece of architecture, I'll just write it on the paper and it'll be there the next day for me to pick that up. Like your to-do list. It's just sort of adding to the to-do mm-hmm. list, growing this thing, and hopefully just enjoying it and having, having fun. I can experiment on this. It's low uh, low pressure. There's nothing to it. It's just brown paper. And it would be easy enough to take drawings from that and blow them up to a different size on a -hmm. a different board or whatever. And so I'm hoping, uh, that this makes it a lot easier. So if I have five minutes of time, I can sit down and do a little sketch. If I have two hours, whatever it, it it shouldn't make a difference. So that's my current plan for just how to make it easier on a day-to-day basis. So I like the sound of that. I like the the
1: ease part of it, that you aren't pulling materials out in that whole ritual. You just kind of sit down and do it. And it, it stays there, presumably, right? Like, this isn't something you're pulling in and out no, all the time. it just stays there, yeah. Okay, so I like... That sounds really... That sounds great. I like that a lot. Um, the time, though, still sounds a little fuzzy. Uh, maybe I'll have five minutes. Maybe I'll have two hours. Cool. But is there any way to drive a wedge into your day to say, I have 30 minutes, let's say, to start to do this every day and nobody gets to screw with that. You're talking about your life drawing class and how much you got out of that. And Mm -hmm. I assume a large part of that is just the fact that that class happens on whatever day, Wednesday. And you go and you have to go. And if somebody says hey, can you do this instead? You're like, nope, I have a life drawing class. And so it just, it happens. And you even end up staying up late, which is not good, but you do it because you've got this class and you gotta be there, and so you do. Can that happen for this?
0: Yes, just not totally sure how.
1: Well, I think you should be totally sure how, or at least try to figure it out.
0: that's, That's a great point. I keep thinking... And maybe this is just fantasy. That I will be able to get my mornings back. On some level... <laughs> my lights are going crazy.
1: Casual haunting, no big deal. I'm just... That is creepy. I'm surprised that you insane. sleep at night with that going
0: on in your house. I don't sleep in here. It's just in this room. Yeah, just, but, what if second. the ghost
1: <laughs> starts to wander? There's still a
0: ghost there. Yeah, but it's now he has nothing office. to do. He'll be great. Right. Anyway, I'm hoping to get my mornings back a little bit. If I can be more consistent with going to bed on time. If I'm being more realistic, probably can't do that. So maybe I block out 30 minutes before I go to bed every night. I don't know. How, how do I keep that consistent? Back, back in the day when I was doing live streams for the anatomy stuff, it worked. I, I was doing like an hour or two of live streaming every week. It, mm. it was consistent work, consistent progress. I learned a lot and it made me better. It it wasn't quite the right thing for the art at the time, sure. but it, it, it made me better and it, it really worked. The live streams themselves, I hated uh, doing that. It was just, I don't know, it just crushed me. Um so I don't want to do that again but I need something like that. So I'll I'll be trying to figure that out before the new year. Okay. And it, it could be simple of just 30 minutes a night, but I know that if I just promise myself that then who cares? Uh I, I mean it it'll last for 2 weeks and then it'll be gone. So I don't know. I don't know either, but I think that is your that is your number one
1: priority in terms of planning for next year is figure that part of it out because to me that that is the problem is it sounds like it's going to be a thing that you do during the novelty effect arc and then once that's over there's not a whole lot to keep it in place
0: okay i'm gonna say you know the uh, daily counter that i made last year If anyone's in the Discord, I made this chart where you just check off every day of the year as you Mm -hmm. do something. I've made one for 2024. We can post it in the link to this or on the Discord, whatever. Everybody love that. Maybe I do at I do twenty minutes. I want to say thirty, but I'll just say twenty minutes. Start with twenty. Yeah, I'll do twenty and I will check that off. And I'll have to show that at the
1: end. I I like this. This is good. But... So here's the problem that I have with, with that plan. Everything sounds good. 20 minutes a day is doable. I love the chart. You can check things off. Little dopamine hit. Whatever. But I have learned two major lessons from my year of doing the same thing every day. Or trying to become the type of person who does the same thing every day. There are... Two major things that come out of that routine. The two major benefits. One is that you habituate to things. So waking up at 6.45 absolutely sucked at first. I didn't want to do it. I felt like crap. I just, it sucked. But eventually your body just gets used to it. Where you start to wake up a minute before the alarm goes off type of thing. You're just awake. You just, that's just what happens. Exercising sucks. It's hard especially hard exercise. I've been doing some pretty rough routines. And at first it's pretty miserable, but you do it at the same time every day and you stop thinking about it. And it's just the thing that happens. And eventually it feels weird to not do it. Your body starts to get this spike of energy right around that time. And you're like, I feel like I need to go for a run. So the habituation part is important. And that doesn't happen if it's just this haphazard, sometimes I do it now, sometimes I do it later, sometimes or whatever. So that I think is really important. The second thing is that when you do something at the same time with the same routine and everything is the same around it, it removes the decision making. You aren't debating. Oh, should I? Should I get out of bed now and do my 20 minutes before work, or oh, I'm tired. I'm just gonna go to sleep. And then you go to work, and then you're like thinking, should I try to squeeze it in before dinner, or after dinner, or oh, it's bedtime, and should I stay up late or not? Like all that little decision making sucks. It's so fatiguing. It it makes that thing three times as exhausting as it should be, and it turns into guilt snowballs and this. Whole, it's 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 stupid. Don't do it that way. If you can figure out somehow of having a consistent time, maybe it's, if before work doesn't work out, which I understand, you're kind of struggling to get enough sleep anyway, so fine. But maybe it's, you get home from work, you walk in the door, and you go right into the office. You don't even say hi to your wife. You just, this is, I mean, okay, that sounds weird, but if you were going somewhere else, if you had a class after work, that's what you would do. You would go straight from work to the class and nobody would think anything weird about that. If you just said, hey, I've got this thing and it's really important to me. And so this is going to be the routine. I walk in the door, I go in the office, literally nothing in between. I do my 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. And then I'm cool and I come out and I'm ready to chill and not think about it anymore. I, I don't know what it is, but that it's, piece it's... of it is so key. I think you just have to figure it out.
0: You're right. It's right after the coffee. As soon as I get the coffee in the okay. morning, I can wake up 20 minutes earlier. I think I can handle that. That's it. Uh, I okay. know that's the right spot. Okay, And, cool. and if, if if you can,
1: this. if you can try and figure out the night before stuff too, if you can get to bed at a better time, figure out what's right. keeping that from happening. I mean, I'm a huge, like I get up early now, huge fan of that. I think that morning time, especially as you're getting your coffee, is just it's just the best focused time you have once you get used to being awake and whatnot. But the night before matters too. And if you're up late and you're not sleeping well, then it's not so great and it starts to become less sustainable. So figure that piece out of it as well. But if, if you know that morning is the right time, then that's the right time and, and do that. And maybe you can start at 20 minutes or even less and then just stretch it a little bit, try to get 30, maybe even 40 you know, as you get more used to that and it gets more solidified in your schedule. But I think this doesn't work unless you have that piece where it is just the same thing every single day.
0: Okay. I feel good about that. And we'll okay. see at the end of the year. But Sure. Okay, so just to... Did we talk about your year yet? No. Okay, well, let's just cap off mine. This year, or, or last year, I spent so much time thinking about these big plans that I wanted and they, it took me a year to realize, Oh, they don't make sense right now. So this year I want to take the approach of experimentation and sort of excitement. I just want to explore some of this stuff and find what does work. And I no longer feel bad that what I had in mind did not work. Now I'm just out to kind of have fun and have fun Mm -hmm. and play around. So I'm excited about that right now. We'll cool. see how it is in a year from now, but cool. let's hear about what you want to do for the next year.
1: Well, for all the ranting and lecturing I just did, my plan is pretty vague. So go ahead and throw that out there up front. Uh, I was thinking about the sort of themes or threads that I had last year, the, the daily routine, focusing on the cycle um also the focus on just the consistency of things trying to be really honest that, those were the threads for last year this year one of the main things that i really want to focus on is this idea of trying to take the stuff that i've been doing stuff that i've been working on or even just thinking about and really pushing it out into the light of day and what I mean is that I've I've spent so much time working by myself, focusing on stuff and, and making progress, but I did launch a very small alpha test of the software that I'm working on, and that's awesome. I'm very proud to have made it there, but I'm still feeling this sort of crushing weight, emotional weight of really making things public. And, well, okay, this is a separate thread that I'll get into in a second. But I uh, I kind of connected with this small group of people. We, we've we started hanging out in the local coffee shop on Fridays. Some other just fellow nerds that are interested in the same kind of stuff that I'm interested in. And that's been awesome. It's really cool to, to connect with some of this stuff. But I'm talking to this guy, and he... Just real smart guy, really knows what he's looking at and kind of knows what questions to ask. So he's asking me about this project that I'm working on and I'm telling him some kind of low level technical stuff. Like, oh, I've built this this foreign function interface generator between this obscure language Nim and Dart. And I'm doing all these things this way and just kind of getting into the weeds of this. And he's saying, man, that's so cool. No one has done that before. Have you released that? Have you made that a public thing that people can use? And I'm like, no, I mean, you know, I thought about it, but eh, it's not really ready. He's like, man, I think you should. And then we're talking about something else. And it's like, man, that's, that's really cool. You should probably release that too. And I'm like, nah, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And I'm just kind of reflecting on this going, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm excited about it and I'm interested in it. And that was half the point of even doing this in the first place was this is not the simplest path to get to the end but it is the most interesting path for me it lets me do some new stuff that's really cool and in some cases it's stuff that no one has done i mean it's not like totally revolutionary but it is unique at least in in you know for what it is it is something kind of special but i keep thinking keep thinking that like oh i should i should put this on github i should make this public and I keep just going, nah, I don't want to spend my time on that. Or And I make all kinds of excuses. Really, it's that it becomes public and other developers and programmers are going to see it. And I'm worried that they're going to say, you're dumb. You should have done it this way and all that kind of thing. It just It's the kind of thing that doesn't spark joy for me. But I'm thinking about this and just thinking... I, I need to get more comfortable with this. I want to get more comfortable with this. I enjoyed so much just sharing this thing that I've been working on with just this other person who just knew what it was and thought it was cool too. And that was such a nice experience. I I want to just do that more. And so as uncomfortable as it sounds, I would like to focus on getting more things public. Not necessarily super polished and perfect, but just getting them out there to where other people can see them and just trying to get used to that, that process. And ultimately, you know, my plan here is to be releasing not just this project but others too that are starting to develop uh, in parallel to this. And that requires me to be comfortable with this process even on a large scale. And I'm struggling on the smaller scale. So... That is something I really want to be working on this year is getting stuff out there.
0: That problem of listening to you through the eyes of someone else that isn't me, I would imagine them thinking, ah, just release it. God, you're you're a wimp or whatever. It's not that hard. Just do it. But I will 100% back you up on that fear. In fact, you didn't even make it sound like that big of a deal, but that <laughs> thing is so prevalent across the board. I have heard so many people write songs and then they play them for you and you think it's awesome and you say, "Well, you know, are you going to record it or release it or whatever?" Like, "No, it, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever." And they just live the rest of their lives and no <laughs> one hears that song again and it dies. And I've done so much art. I, actually, I've written hundreds of songs that are nowhere to be found online. I've not even shown anyone. I just keep them to myself because they're not good enough and nobody wants to hear it. And there's so much art that I start to create and then I throw away because I think nobody wants to see the, see this. Or even just it, it leaks into the motivation for it. It's, I can work on this for a long time, but I don't really want to show it to anybody, so I'll just stop what I'm doing. And it's it's like a crushing fear that yeah. plagues so many people, except for the people who really should have it, but don't have it. <laughs> so you get a lot of awful stuff yeah. out there, but the people that created it are very proud of it because they just somehow don't have that self-awareness or whatever, but yeah, yeah. we should probably talk about that more at some point. Cause I think it's such a huge thing That doesn't get enough attention. It is the death of so much art (laughs) and of all kinds and Mm -hmm. uh, ingenuity. And yeah. Well,
1: if that's going to be one of my main things that I focus on next year, then we were definitely going to talk about it because I'm going to be working on that. So yeah, sounds like a plan. Okay. So. (laughs) That's that's the first thing that I want to be focusing on. It, like I said, it hasn't really congealed into a concrete plan. I don't know, am I going to release something every two months or make a blog post? I'm not exactly sure yet, but I'm going to try and iron those things out. And kind of similar to, to what you were saying about your previous year, I don't want to get too hung up in the... I'm going to make a bunch of deadlines for myself or I have to do X number of releases of something because I don't want to fall into that same trap of, okay, now I feel guilty because I did something that wasn't in the list or oh, I did two and not three, whatever. So I don't know what this will look like. I do want to kind of take a, some lessons from your experience because what I'm saying sounds sort of similar to what you were working on this past year in concept of this, okay, X number of things I got to do these releases. So, I got to figure that out, but that's what I want to focus on there. The other thing, and this is in a way much simpler, but I <clears throat> I want to try and connect better with the people around me and with people who are interested in the same stuff that I am. And part of that was... Well, we talked about this last week, uh, but my trip to UCF and just being around so many people working very hard together. That is just such an appealing thing for me. And that's a little bit harder to create where I'm at because I work remote for a company that, you know, that's fine, but we're not necessarily in constant contact or anything so it's mostly just me kind of doing my thing if you're out of school you just you just got people around you doing the same stuff by definition but so anyway i'm not exactly sure what this looks like but i did uh like i said kind of make a a couple new friends or people we've started to you know congregate a little bit on fridays and trying to kind of grow that and that's just something i really want to prioritize and, and put some energy into of just hey I'm going to go ahead and take two hours out of my Fridays. I'll, I'll reorganize my workout schedule. I'll do whatever I have to do, but I want to do that in order to just start to connect with some other people that have similar interests. And I've been trying, this is not natural to me, but I've been really trying to make an effort to uh, just sort of extend myself to the people around me, even in very small ways, even just in like small connections of hey we can share the power outlet if you want to or just little initiations that i would not have really made before and i know it sounds like nothing but even just on that very small level i've started to notice a difference where even just little things uh start to open up people around you a little bit and they'll even start to talk to you and just build these smaller you know, not, nothing terribly impactful, but these smaller connections with people around me. And that has in some cases kind of led into bigger things where you start to meet people who are actually kind of interesting and have some things to tell you. I just, in general, I want to try and have a little bit more community around me and be the type of person who's a little better at connecting at people around them. So again, that's a, still a little bit of a vague plan too, but it's something I want to work on and I've already made at least some steps in that direction. And I'm happy about that.
0: That's a great one. And I was, I had the same goal a couple months ago and started reaching out to people and trying to get yeah. a sort of just a group. They don't know each other, but for me, it's just sort of this yeah, brain, brain trust. I can call on these different people for different problems and, and motivate each other and help each other out. And it's, been great and i'd like to keep up with that so thanks for yeah. the reminder yeah and i mean not
1: that this is new but our community has been really great um, especially you know we've got little threads and channels and discord to talk about things that are you know not things i could really talk about with with anyone else um, you know i was talking with um vst hero this week about trying to retrain the autonomic nervous system and kind of mapping out some like meditation plans and whatnot, which is awesome. Like, I, I don't know where to to find that kind of perspective. So that's been cool too. And I, I, even though I have been thinking a lot about trying to connect with the people around me physically, uh, I there's still a lot of value that I think comes from online communities, especially the right ones, you know, that are on the right platforms and done the right way. And that's something I just want to prioritize too. Like there's a lot of value there. Was that it? I think that's it for me. Those are the two things I want to work on. I know that I need more of a concrete plan and I'm working on that. And in some sense, I think you're a little farther along than I am, especially if you can uh, figure out that, that 20 minute time block every day.
0: I'm excited for it. I hope it works out. I think it will. But
1: yeah, I think you can make it work out. Okay.
0: Well, have a Merry Christmas in seven days and a happy new year in two weeks. Everyone. Yes. And please tell us what your plans
1: are. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, and I genuinely mean this, I really like hearing about people's goals or, or plans. There's, I kind of leech a little bit of energy out of that. I just find it, I don't know, really fun for somebody to think about. Like, oh, I'm going to get in shape this year. or I'm going to work on this project this year. I really like hearing about that. So please genuinely do share that stuff.
0: It makes us feel good. I mean, this is why we're doing this, is to talk to each other and then hear other people talk about similar things. And it means a lot to me if people are trying to or or using our conversations to help them in whatever they're trying to do. Conversations about your passion projects or stuff you care about or just getting better at stuff are my favorite conversations to have with anyone ever at any time. Uh, It's just the thing I care about. So,
1: yeah, let us know what you're doing. I think I agree. I think that is also my, my favorite conversation to have. But, yeah, let us know, please.